Moncrief on News Talk. Today is the Chinese New Year's Eve, uh, and it's an auspicious one coming. It will be the Year of the Dragon, when, among other things, it's considered good luck to have a baby. Dr. Isabel Jackson is Assistant Professor of Chinese Studies at Trinity. Isabella, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, actually, could you start by saying why does the Chinese New Year start at this time of the year? How do they calculate years? It's by the lunar cycle, um, and... Uh, it's more commonly called Spring Festival, so it's maybe better compared to in Ireland St. Bridget's Day being the first day of spring. So it kind of makes sense to mark the beginning of the year when there's just the first buds appearing and um, there's new beginnings in nature. Ah, right. OK, that makes uh, that makes perfect sense. And and uh, in China and, and uh, other parts around China, is today the big day on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day itself? Yeah, New Year's Eve is the big day, just as you say. Um, and so families will all be gathering for a special big festive meal tonight. Yeah. And in China itself, a massive movement of people. That's right. It's the biggest uh, migration of people in the world because so many people have migrated from the countryside to the cities, but they'll all be heading back every year for Spring Festival to spend it with their families. Yeah. And so t- typically what would happen then on, on uh, New Year's Eve? So people would gather and they'd eat dumplings. Uh, they're auspicious because they look a little bit like treasure. Um, they'd eat noodles. The longer the better because they symbolize longevity. Um, fish because the, the word you use sounds like um, uh, abundance and, and lots of fruit. And it would just be a great festive meal, like a, a big Christmas dinner with the whole family sitting around the table together having a good good time. Yeah, and so and apart from the the meal... Uh, like, are there presents exchanged? Is it kind of like Christmas and New Year is tied into one? It is, yeah. The, the presents would mainly be either fruit or for, for children or young people in the family. They would get a red envelope with money in um, and preferably multiples of eight because eight's an auspicious number. Um, so not lots of different presents uh, the way you'd have for Christmas. That, that would be the kind of gift giving you'd get. And so is it just the day, Isabella, or are the celebrations extended over a period of time? It's extended. It's actually 16 days. Um, oh. So New Year's Day tomorrow, there's more um, uh, family time over the next few days. People who are religious would go to the temple and make offerings and pray. Um, there's um, specific days for visiting your your in-laws and um, for treating your son-in-law. And um, then it culminates at the end um, with the Lantern Festival when you would um, make you'd let, make lanterns in advance and then you'd, you'd light them and maybe float them up in the air or um, just hang them around your house. That's a nice idea, having a specific day to visit your in-laws. That kind of takes <laughs> yeah. the pressure off it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's much more civilised. And the, the, you said visit temple there. The, it, it, would that still be widely practised in, in China? Yeah, it would really vary. I mean, um, obviously, technically, communism is an atheist, um, atheistic belief system. So um, communist party members aren't supposed to be religious. And at certain times, religions have faced all the persecution in China. So there's less of that now in mainland China than in, say, Hong Kong and Taiwan. Um, But it still goes on. People would still be going for temple, particularly maybe older people. Mm. Now, uh, as I was saying there, the, uh, the, about to start is the year of the dragon. So it, it, are, it, it, is it in 12-year cycles it goes and that each year is named after a different animal? 
That's right. There's 12 animals and the dragon is the fifth animal. So we're, this is the fifth year in the cycle now mm. starting. But it's the only mythical animal, as I understand. Yep. Uh, it is, and it's the most auspicious. <laughs> is it known why that is? Um, why um, it's most auspicious? Because dragons are associated with the emperor and they're associated with, you know, intelligence and ambition, confidence and charisma. Um, why it's the only mythical creature isn't clear there's not a huge number of mythical creatures in um the chinese worldview the other main one is the phoenix um but whereas the emperor is represented by the dragon it's the empress who's represented by the phoenix and obviously that didn't make the cut when uh, <laughs> around two and a half thousand years ago when they were choosing these animals <laughs> and, and is it known what the process was for choosing these 12 animals no, it's lost lost in the mists of time. As I say, it entered the written record around the 5th century BC, and it was probably in the oral tradition much longer than that. Um, but there is a, a widespread legend about how the uh, animals came to be uh, chosen and, and how they appear in this order, which is that the Jade Emperor, who was the ruler of heaven and earth, wanted guards, and he sent out words saying, I want um, everyone to race all the different creatures to race and um, they will be appointed to seniority in the order they finish the race. So um, ah. some animals overslept and didn't make it, but 12 <laughs> made it across the finish line, um, became the, the 12 animals of the Zodiac. Yeah, and the, the dragon is attractive, charming, intelligent, confident, extrovert, successful. Lucky dragon's got it all, really. Uh, so. Is it just baby making this will be a good year for? Or, or, oh, good, yeah. good year for everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, a good year to start a business or uh, to get married. Um, it would traditionally be seen as auspicious for all sorts of new beginnings. And just a good year for everybody in general. Mm. Uh, less, slightly less so for dragons. So if anyone who was born in a year of the dragon themselves might need to be a little bit more careful this year. Ah, Okay. And does it have a real world effect in the sense that every time there's a year of the dragon, is there a bit of a baby boom? There has been, yes. Um, so last time around 2012, it was about a 5% increase in the birth rate, which is pretty significant in, you know, uh, 1.4 billion people in China. Mm. Um, the, the highest uptick in the birth rate was in Singapore in 1988, when it increased by 24% which caused havoc, you can imagine, for schools and colleges down the line and so on. So although parents thought they were giving their children an auspicious start in life, it actually made things more competitive for them. Yes. <laughs> Though I would imagine uh, on mainland China, might they be encouraging the idea of having a baby in the year of the dragon? Oh, yeah. And also, actually, all of these East Asian cultures have um, a low birth rate. So the governments will be hoping for a bit of a baby boom. And uh, absolutely, in China, they are really keen for people to have more, bit more children now. Yeah. They've been texting women, <laughs> single <laughs> women, encouraging them to have children, which... Wow, there's an interesting text to get. Uh, um, And say in Singapore and Taiwan and China, are there kind of slight differences between the celebration of the New Year at all? Yeah, one difference is um, around Hong Kong and southern China is more where you'd get the dragon dances that we often see associated with the New Year. Um, So, you know, that's part of the kind of public festivities on the street the dragon dance um, and the lion dancing, that wouldn't be uh, kind of part of the, the way it's marked further north traditionally. Um, and then in, in societies that are culturally Chinese but haven't had communism, they've kept more of the traditional beliefs. So 
that would be much more emphasis on the on the praying and giving offerings and so on side of things. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Isabella, thank you very much for speaking with us today and uh, Happy New Year uh, to all our... Thank you. Shimi and Kuala. Oh, okay. Well done. Thank you. Uh, the uh, was Dr. Isabella Jackson there, Assistant Professor in Chinese Studies at Trinity College. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.